so before we invite up the children, because we will need their help with a joyful noise offering, I wanted to invite Paul up front here because we have a few pictures from him that he would like to share with you uh, about his family, about his school, just a couple, just to kind of give you an idea of what his background has been like and where he's coming from. Uh, and then we will proceed with our joyful noise offering. So Paul, Paul sent me a lot of pictures, but he didn't know what I put up on the screen. So, so Paul, you'll recognize these pictures. And if you would please tell us, if you come over here, Paul, come over by me. And then into the microphone. Yeah, so tell us, tell us what we're looking at here. What are these pictures of? That's the secondary school I went to. It's called Calcetti Secondary School. It's a government school. I was there for five years and uh, I got my um, certificate, which is an entry certificate to any university in the world from that school. And that top building there, is that your, that's your primary school? The top building there is the primary school I went to. Uh, I've been to three primary schools, but that one is one created in my own village. So it's a rural setup. This one here is an urban setup. So as, as everybody is going back and settling into school now, now we get to see where you settled into school a couple years ago, right? <laughs> yeah, only just a couple years ago. So let's look at the next picture there. What can you tell us? Who is that in the picture? My son, then he was in his third grade, my son Eric, but this time he's a big boy, he's 16 years old, uh, he was in class. So that one is her teacher, Sister Eris was her teacher. It was uh, a Catholic school, yeah. So Eric, has got, it looks like he's reading or doing a worksheet kind of similar to what we might do here. Not, not much different there. OK. okay. What, about, what about this next picture? Who, who is that you're standing next to? Uh, that's my wife. Yeah, this has nothing to do with school, unless you oh, met her yeah. at school. But. <laughs> yeah, that's my wife, Beauty. Uh, in, white, in a white dress. Just hold on, Paul. Her name is Beauty, by the way. <laughs> so I don't know if that makes birthdays or Valentine's Day that much easier or, or what. But anyway, please continue. A lot of places in South Africa. And how long have you and Beauty been married now? How many years? We are now 25 years old in Mali. 
Okay, very good. And then finally, this last one. This is you in class at the seminary. Exactly. This wasn't taken too long ago. Can you tell us what that's been? Now, actually, let me just congratulate you on something, because you just got, Becky had mentioned your thesis. You had just gotten, so as, as a MATS, as a Master of Theological Studies, one of the things you have to do as your final project is write a thesis paper. And it's kind of a big deal when you get your thesis actually approved so that you can actually start writing on it. Kyle's back there nodding like, yep, he did that too. Paul just got his thesis approved just this last week. So congratulations, Paul, on that wonderful news. Now, do you remember which class this was? Yeah, this was a class with uh, Professor Nelson Rivera. Uh, it's a class called, it was last year, when I was <laughs> yeah, those are classmates, and the one standing is Professor Rivera giving instructions to one of our students in class. It's a, a class called, um, what's the class? Is that, is that Intro to New Testament? Oh, it's theology. Yes. Ah, it's a theology class. Introduction to Theology. Oh, okay. The okay. class is called Introduction to Theology. We did that in our first semester. Okay, so now, so last question, kind of putting you on the spot with this because we didn't talk about this before, <laughs> but I know you're quick on your feet. So um, you've been here for a year now. As of August 22nd, you've been here for a whole year, so even more than a year now. So now that you're in your second year, what are you looking forward to? What are you looking forward to in your second year here? I'm looking forward to complete my, my thesis to complete my, my studies, come back, and I have to make sure I'm done. And also, as Sister Baker just mentioned, uh, I, had, I had a dream, uh, a dream vacation. Remember Pastor Dan who just met me at the airport in Newark? Yeah, the first thing you saw was Newark International Airport, yeah. so that was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> You asked me such questions like, what's your dream vacation? Okay. But I didn't answer you here and there. But here, let me just uh, mention it that it had been to see all the oceans of the world. And currently, I've seen all of them except just one. That's the Pacific Ocean. I've seen Atlantic Ocean. I've seen Indian Ocean. I've seen the Caribbean. The last had been the Pacific Ocean. So this is to check a big mark off the list here. Oh, in the, okay, okay. Very good. Well, thank you, Paul, for sharing that, all that with us. Just a little glimpse of you know, where you came from and what you're doing now. Um, we would gladly, we, we give you this gift so that you may you know, pursue your goals here, especially in the last year, whether that be on a trip to California or if something comes up here, you know, we're, we are your church family here, and so this is a, a small sign of our support to you uh, at this time. So if I could invite the, the children forward, because we need your help. So calling all children forward for our joyful noise offering. We might need more buckets, which is great.
I can get more. Can I yeah. So, have you, hold, hold on one second, Paul. Have, have you guys all met Paul? This is Paul Sawamba, and he's visiting us to, to study. He's a Moravian pastor over in Africa. And so he's here with us until next year when he graduates, okay? So, but the reason why we're doing this now is because while he's visiting with us, Paul can't have a job, well, you can have a job at the college, but outside of that, it's very hard for him to find work. Actually, in the way that he is here, uh, he, he can't work outside of college. So we're gonna give him a gift right now to help him with his goals and his dreams for this year, okay? So if everyone could grab a bucket, and I'm gonna go get more buckets as well, go around everywhere, and we'll collect a joyful noise offering. So Paul, you can take a seat. Thank you so much for sharing every, all of that with us. And everybody spread out. Yep, let's get more buckets here. Do I need to come up there too? Oh no, we're good, okay. All right, looking good so far. If you feel like you're done, you can come up front again. And we can put those buckets right back where we found them. All right, can you put them right here? Right up against the wall. And if you take a seat, because then we'll pray and then you guys can go back. So let's pray and let's thank God for friends like Paul and others that we've met. And let's also thank God for a really good time in Sunday school this morning. So you guys were all over the place learning about different Bible stories and it looked like a lot of fun, a lot of fun in store for this next year too. So let's pray for both of those things. Can you pray with me? God, we give you thanks so much uh, for the friends that we meet uh, we thank you for new friends like Paul uh, and others in our, in our classes or neighbors of ours and, and anywhere we meet friends. Lord, we give you thanks for those people who we can be close with. And Lord, we thank you for this Sunday school year. We hope that you are with us always uh, to bless our learning. Uh, Lord, there is so much fun to be had in this next year, and we give you thanks for that. So it is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
All right. Thank you all for coming up, and thank you so much for your help. You can go back to your seats. Good to see you all this morning. As I mentioned, the beginning of, uh, of Sunday school was today, and so we now install our Sunday school teachers and volunteers and those that uh, are helping out with our Christian education ministry of Sunday school. Uh, so if you would please join me on the, uh, the insert in your bulletin, we will sing together. We praise you, Lord. We give thanks to you with our whole hearts. Great are your works, full of honor and majesty, and studied by all who delight in them. The works of your hands are faithful and just. Your precepts are trustworthy. Our reverence for you is the beginning of wisdom. You are to be praised forever. Divine teacher, to you we commend all who learn. Infants tasting and touching, children exploring and play, youth testing and challenging, and adults continuing the quest. Bless our learning with your spirit. In the disciplined mastery of subject and skill, in the reflection on life experience, in the practical wisdom of long years. At every age and in every circumstance of life, bless our learning with your spirit. Spirit of truth, to you we commend all the educational ministries of the church. Guide us in the search of scriptures, in the study of creation, and in the pursuit of truth. Give to parents your wisdom and thoughts, that with love and understanding they may guide to Christian maturity the young lives entrusted to their care. May congregations nurture faith in children, youth, and adults. Hear our prayer, Spirit of Truth. Bless all those responsible for education in our community and country, teachers and administrators, custodians and clerks, students and families. We give you thanks for the diversity of human study and knowledge, for science and art, literature and drama, for labor and play, for all the teaching experiences of life. We give you thanks. I would now invite all Sunday school teachers and staff to please stand. to our Christian education leaders that are standing. 
Jesus gave a variety of gifts to his followers to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Today, we recognize and bless those who have been called to lead and teach this congregation in the ministry of Christian education and faith formation. You have been called to serve in this important ministry. Do you acknowledge and accept that call? To our leaders once again, just as Jesus welcomed children to him and blessed them, we need people among us who will do the same. Will you love our children, welcome them, and speak God's blessings upon them? Just as Jesus recognized potential in his disciples and challenged them, set an example of love and humility for them, served them, and gave them a new purpose for their lives. We need people among us who will do the same. Will you do these things in the name of Christ for all learners who come to you? Having heard God's call, having answered and responded by presenting yourselves for service in the ministry of teaching, you are now charged with carrying out the educational ministry of the congregation. Congregation, would you please stand? (laughs) Members of this congregation, these men and women have stepped out in faith to serve as teachers, workers, and leaders. They will play an important role for us all in our shared responsibility to be lifelong learners and to support other learners. Do you commit to stand behind these leaders and teachers? Teachers, staff, and assistants, as you stand to commit yourselves to this ministry, know that you do not stand alone. Through our prayers, our thoughts, and our actions, we pledge our support as both students and teachers, as brothers and sisters, as friends and neighbors. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for being our teacher and our rabbi and our friend. We hope that by example, we can continue to nurture all learners around us, all of our brothers and sisters around us. Uh, We hope, Lord, that through our learning, we may deepen our relationship with you. We thank you for your love, and we only ask, Lord, for opportunities to reflect your love to others. Be with all of us in this new season, in this new season of Sunday School Uh, and all of our ministries. May you equip us to be your hands and feet and continually learn how to do that even better each and every day. Thank you, Jesus, for these wonderful opportunities. In your name we pray. Amen.
Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. It is not a name, Miss Print, but if it ever shows up on top of the organ as choir director, it would be a name, Miss Print. <laughs> the scripture lesson reading is from Psalm 1 and can be found on 489 in the regular print Bible and 741 in the large print Bible. Psalm 1 is an introduction to the wisdom chapters addressing the righteous and the wicked and the consequences of their behavior. <clears throat> Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path that sinners tread or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither. In all they do, they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff, dry, scaly, protective casings of cereal grain that are either plowed into the soil or burned. <clears throat> chaff let, that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the, wicked, but the way of the wicked will soon perish. May the words we have heard and read be deeply planted in our minds and our hearts. Amen. So we didn't say it before, but I guess I'll say it now. Welcome to the beginning of the 105th year of Sunday school here at Edgeboro Moravian Church. That's a lot of Sunday school students. In our church today, many people are coming back to something. Youth are coming back to Sunday school to learn more about the scripture that we hear each and every week. Teachers and volunteers come back getting reacquainted with their classrooms and looking forward to teaching a new group of students. These youth classes come right alongside the adult Sunday school class, which comes back after a summer in which they never left. They were meeting the whole time, and they continue to meet now as well. There are new things to learn, new games to play, and new songs to sing in this Sunday school year. And a number of people are coming back for all of what's in store. But what about everybody else that's not directly involved in a Sunday school class? What if it doesn't feel like you're coming back to anything? And when there's not really the sense that you'll have the intentional opportunity to learn new things? What about those of us who feel like we're already in a good spot? That we're in a healthy and spiritually mature spot? Or maybe it's that we're not quite sure what else we need to know, so what we know now is what we know now. And maybe we're already like that tree that Psalm 1 mentions, 
that we have grown, we have already branched out to the world and to other people, we have grown comfortable with who we are, and we have become firmly rooted in what we believe about the world and about God. This tree is a healthy tree, nourished by the water nearby, steadfast, immovable, long-lasting, a fixture to those nearby. This tree sounds like a really good thing in this author's metaphor, and it is. But it's funny, though, that in order to be like this deeply rooted, immovable tree, you're going to need to move and grow in your faith first. See, movement and growth is what those happy and righteous people in Psalm 1 talk about. We see that the best in how this psalm speaks, uh, we, see, we can see that the best in how this psalm speaks about following God's word and how it's like walking down a righteous path instead of that path of the wicked. But there's more to it than just paths in this passage if we take a closer look. And I am very grateful to one of my seminary professors who first made me take a closer look at this psalm. So let's start, well, with the beginning, the very first word of the passage, happy. Now, this happy doesn't mean smiles. It doesn't mean emojis. It doesn't mean whistling while you walk. It doesn't mean warm and fuzzy feelings or anything like that. The original Hebrew word used here is asher, which comes from the word shar, which means to go straight and advance. Those that are happy are not those that just want to give God a hug and a smile all the time. Those that are happy are not perfect. Those that are happy are those that recognize that they have room to grow in areas of their life and in their relationship with God, and then do it, and then grow and develop. Those that are happy continue deepening their relationship with God. Which then leads to the end of verse 2. Happy are those who meditate on the word of God. Now, meditate here isn't like the quiet and cross-legged sitting that comes to mind. The original Hebrew, <clears throat> excuse me, the original Hebrew here comes from the word hagah, which means to groan or to utter or to speak or to plot. It's a lot more active than what we might think meditation to be. It's not just accepting God's word blindly, but it's reflecting on it. It's chewing on it. It's questioning it. It's talking about it with somebody else. It's doing something with it. Those who choose to follow God are moving and active. You know who is not moving and active in this psalm? The wicked, the scoffers, and the sinners. Those are the people that are not moving. Even though they have a path to, look at what they're doing in the psalm. The scoffers sit. The wicked will not stand. And the sinners will just stand. So that none of these people are advancing. They are not moving. They are sitting or standing or doing something that is not moving. They are the stagnant ones who are unwilling to interact with God, who care less about what they are doing and more about what others are doing. Oppositely, 
Happy are those who grow like a tree's branches and deepen their relationship with God like a tree's roots, who meditate and interact with God's word day and night. So this growth, this movement, is ongoing each day and night of our lives forever. This psalm is about finding more to do, more to learn, more to grow into. So as many come back to Sunday school today, perhaps we, whether we are in Sunday school or not, should all feel like we need to learn something more. Because there's a lot that we don't know. We might not know all the names there are for God and how that might impact our faith. We might not know what Moravians have to say about reading scripture or family life or what the essentials are when we say on our motto, in essentials, unity. We might not know what to say when someone's going through a really hard time. We might not know what the person sitting next to us even thinks about God. We might not know how our faith can impact our daily lives in practical ways. We might not know what we're being called to next because we definitely don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. What are you looking forward to learning now? How are you looking forward to growing and advancing in your faith? Because whatever it is, you should look forward to it. Because the last line of this psalm contains a promise. The Lord watches over the way of the righteous. In other words, the Lord watches over the path of those who meditate in God's word. The Lord is with those who are happy. You will keep finding God in the midst of your learning and your growing and advancing, and that is a promise. We all have ways in which we can grow. So, in a sense, we should all have the same feeling as if we were coming back to Sunday school. So with God above you and in you and at your side, be blessed knowing that God calls you to go deeper in your faith each day and night. And to everyone, have a wonderful Sunday school year. Amen. One of the, uh, one of the ministries that is coming back, or at least coming back to a regular schedule, is our choir. And so as our choir sings, we now have an opportunity uh, to reflect on what we might be called to learn, how we might be called to grow. And as we do that, we can also have an opportunity to give of our own fruits, the fruits of our labor, that which has already grown in our lives. So with all of that, let us come before God in this time of offering.
us bow together in prayer. God of mercy and grace, you see us for the imperfect vessels that we are. Our worship is imperfect. Our service is imperfect. Our giving is imperfect. Our compassion for others is imperfect. Yet your love and patience is boundless. We bring our gifts to your altar, and we pray that in the loving hands of our potter, they may be made beautiful, reshaping the world in beauty and love. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. We continue with our own prayer joys and concerns this morning. I have a, a number to mention and then would uh, open it up to any of you who feel called and led to share your own prayer joys and concerns. Uh, today we continue our prayers for Jean Batt and Bill and Leah Henry's son Gary in the midst of their respective healing and recovery. Uh, we also keep in our prayers Ellie Silfies. Uh, Ellie was hospitalized on Friday uh, and is expecting to have done a cardiac catheterization tomorrow. Uh, so let us, keep in, uh, let us keep her in our prayers as doctors and nurses at Easton Hospital continue to diagnose and treat what is going on. Uh, we continue to keep in our prayers the family of Jean Bell, who died a few weeks ago, and whose memorial service is Monday, September 16th at Nitsky Hill at 12 o'clock noon. We also keep in our prayers uh, those in the Bahamas and others in the wake of Hurricane Dorian over this past week. Uh, many of us have seen the pictures and the news coverage. Uh, there were Moravian churches in the Virgin Islands in North Carolina, which were spared uh, from, the, uh, from significant damage from the main path of the storm. So we are grateful for that. There are no Moravian churches in the Bahamas, but there are many Methodist churches. Uh, if you would like to help, the Board of World Mission uh, is working with UMCOR, the United Methodist uh, Relief Organization, to provide resources. Uh, there's more information in the bulletin insert about this as well. Uh, but if you would like to make a donation uh, by check or online, you can donate to the Board of World Mission and then designate it for the Bahamas, and they will forward your gift on to UMCOR to help the Methodist congregations and communities in the Bahamas. Uh, also mentioned on that same insert toward the bottom uh, is the Moravian Church in Nicaragua. Let us keep uh, the church in Nicaragua in prayer uh, in the midst of ongoing rifts that are happening and leading to uh, acts of violence within the church as well. Uh, you can read more about that on the insert, but let us keep our brothers and sisters in Nicaragua in prayer at this time. Are there any other prayer joys and concerns to mention or perhaps to add on to what, uh, what I have spoken? How might, we, uh, how might we pray for you this morning as brothers and sisters in Christ as a congregation this morning? Yes, Tammy.
Absolutely. So we will certainly keep your uh, we'll keep Tammy's stepdad in our prayers as uh, she shares that uh, he will be uh, going in for surgery next week next week for a blockage in his leg and an uh, aortic artery leak uh, or a- aortic uh, valve leak. Uh, so we will keep him uh, in our prayers and also keep your whole family in our prayers as well as uh, you shared. September is a is a tough time with many losses to remember, and so we'll we'll keep all of all of that's in prayer for you. Others, yes, Paul. Absolutely. So Paul shares with us uh, that there is a uh, violence going on in the area of South Africa, uh, violence that, uh, that is motivated by, uh, by, by race and ethnic differences. And so we will certainly, Paul, keep uh, South Africa in prayer and, of course, your Zambian brothers and sisters in prayer as well. John. So keep in our prayers, Paulette Mull, who uh, will have surgeries tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. So we'll keep in our prayers, Paulette Mull, who is looking ahead to uh, another hip replacement surgery, uh, which could be as early as tomorrow or, uh, or, or next Monday as well. So we'll certainly keep Paulette in our prayers in the midst of her surgery. Wow. Thank you, Val. We'll keep Parker's teammate RJ in our prayers. Jessica shares with us that a, uh, a 14-year-old girl, um, whom we don't know her name, we'll simply call her Jay, uh, who went missing yesterday, uh, has uh, some mental health needs, and we are certainly keeping her and her family in our thoughts and prayers during uh, this most stressful time for them. Others, Deb. We'll keep your sister Susan in our thoughts and prayers in the midst of her procedure tomorrow.
Johanna shares with us that her sister has a, uh, a non-cancerous brain tumor that has been causing her symptoms recently, and so we will uh, we'll keep Johanna's sister in our prayers. Let's see. So what? Well, Nancy, we'll keep your daughter's extended family and uh, her her brother-in-law uh, John and Jack in the midst of their uh, health concerns at this time. There's Joe. We'll certainly pray for uh, and, and thank God for ingenuity um, and, uh, and, and pray that uh, we might have generous spirits among us as well to uh, uh, continue working toward uh, solving or alleviating different problems that we face in the world, and one of them being hunger, and we are reminded of that with Paul's thesis as well. Uh, so we continue to pray for all of that at this time. Bill. We keep all of our brothers and sisters around the world in prayer, and, and with that, with many of the, of the names and the places that, that might be coming to mind right now, uh, let us come to our God in prayer and, and lift all of that up to our God. Holy and gracious God, we come before you today, perhaps with new beginnings on our minds. We give you thanks for the ministries of this church and of our many other churches and brothers and sisters in Christ. Lord, we thank you for uh, calling us and many others to be your disciples in this world and to show your love with others. 
Lord, we know that, uh, that your love is very much needed not only by us in joyful times, and Lord, we give you thanks for those many milestones and, and, and birthdays and, and different causes to be together in one another's company. We give you thanks for being our source of joy, uh, but we also, Lord, wish to have your love in far more difficult times, times that are Uh, directly impacting us, our families, our extended families and loved ones. Uh, We think of those who are grieving a time of loss, those who are going through very difficult circumstances and uncertainties, uh, those who are awaiting a diagnosis, those who are praying for peace and guidance and love and generosity, those who are working toward creating a better tomorrow in this world. Lord, we thank you for your love, and we thank you for your grace in all of these things and more. Lord, thank you for hearing our prayers as they have been spoken in this room this morning. And yet, Lord, we know there are many other prayers that have not been spoken. And so hear us now as we lift up the prayers of our minds and our hearts to you in this moment of silence. Bless us and comfort us here and around the world, we pray. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We now come to our our closing song as we think about uh, learning day and night and continuing to grow. We sing our next song that has that key word in it, forever. And so we come to our closing song. Let us stand and sing of God's love, at least for the next few minutes, but continually throughout our lives and forever.
Sisters and brothers, continue growing, continue changing, continue moving ahead and advancing, continue deepening your relationship with the Lord your God, because each day and night your Lord is with you forever. May you go in peace to love and serve. Amen.